This is Stephen Brown, and you're listening to Lunch with Doug. Today's Lunch with Doug podcast is produced by the Music Exerbia Project and made possible by these great businesses. The second edition shop located at 500 East Cherry Street in fabulous Nevada, Missouri. Karen McNair, the friendly neighborhood nutritionist at 269-267-4644. The Harry Frog Graphics at 150 North Commercial or call them at 417-381-1077. The Boutique Marketplace, located at 500 East Cherry Street in Nevada, Missouri. The Nevada Coin, at 123 East Cherry Street in Nevada, Missouri. The Gamers Fusion, 617 East Cherry Street in Nevada, Missouri. The Craft Tea, find them on Food Truck Pub or on Facebook. The Impact Graphics, at 14144 East Highway 54 or call them at 417-283-2056. The Nevada Tobacco and Liquor Store at 125 West Cherry Street on the south side of the Nevada Square. And coming soon, the Red Cherry Alley at 125 West Cherry Street in fantastic Nevada, Missouri. I'm your host, Dangerous Doug Harper. Thank you for spending your lunchtime with me. Welcome back to another great episode of Lunch with Doug. I'm your host, Dangerous Doug Harper, and on the phone with me today, Stephen Brown. How are you today, Stephen? I'm good. How are you? Well, I'm doing I'm doing great, and I'm excited to uh, have you a part of our new uh, segment for uh, Wide World Wednesday. I know you're not too far away. You're you're in Florida now, but I first yes. heard of you when you were in Branson. Caught my attention, of course. I know you have some formal releases out, and you've been doing music for a long time. Just kind of get me into how you got started and how you got to Branson in the first place. Well, how I got started that was a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> I've been uh, I've been uh, playing and singing since 1977, but uh, professionally uh, playing music and singing since I got out of active duty of the Navy in 1993. And uh, I was my first paid uh, job. I don't want to call it a gig, but I was the music and uh, youth director at a, at a small church in Clever, Missouri, just near nearby where you are, or close closer than I am. <laughs> and uh, but then uh, my first acting gig uh, was in Branson. At, uh, at a show called The Promise. I was singing and acting. Uh, I was there for two years. And uh, second year, I stepped into uh, a bigger role. I played uh, Pontius Pilate and uh, a couple other characters. But uh, in that two-hour show, I had 10 costume changes. So I had to keep, you know, as the scenes went away, I would go off get a different costume come back out and uh that was that was my first foray into professional uh it was a kind of like a, a broadway style musical about the life of jesus but um most recently before i left uh missouri uh i was in a show called smoke on the mountain for mm-hmm. four seasons and uh that was i loved that because i could do three of my favorite things play guitar sing and act all all in the same thing it's the only uh, scripted actual off-broadway musical in branson and uh 
it's uh, it's a uh, comedy, musical comedy, uh, set in 1938. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Have you ever been to Smoke on the Mountain? I've not. I have heard of both of these uh, productions, but I've, no, I've, yeah. n- I've not been to neither one. But I do know Promise was huge. Are, are they still running that, yeah. or was that something that's no, ended? No, no, no. Uh, this was the second incarnation of it in Branson. It uh-huh. went away and then came back in 2000. Um, seven, 2006, actually. I and I started in the cast in 2007, and uh, it closed down the end of 2008. And I don't think it's ever been back. Mm-hmm. But uh, Smoke on the Mountain's still going. It's been going for 20 something years, mm-hmm. and it's in the uh, uh, the IMAX complex in the Little Opry Theater there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they do a morning show now, uh, which kind of knocked me out of being able to do it because I had a full-time day job. I'm an IT person, have been for a long time since I went into the Navy, or since before I went to the Navy, but uh, I, uh, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. So, and then that opened me up uh, for more opportunities and we decided to move down here to Florida and I've been doing a lot of uh, music gigs, uh, local uh, live music gigs, um, solo stuff and uh, uh, haven't been doing a lot of acting since I've been down here but uh, altogether I've been cast in 54 roles for film TV commercials um, theater etc wow that's a lot <laughs> yeah. so how'd you get into commercial acting did you did you have an agent uh, is that even is that how you got into Branson too or did you just go in and cold no, audition no I almost everything I've done very few things I've had agents here and there uh, off and on uh, I have one now but uh, haven't got anything from them yet it, they're fairly new to me uh, most of the stuff I do is self uh, self promoted you know whenever I go I I I'm on all the uh, the acting sites, uh, Actors Access, Backstage, all that, and I get these emails that uh, send me information about acting gigs that are that fit my my profile, my age and and uh, uh, ethnicity and so forth. Uh, then I got to look at the location and the amount of pay, and if it's going to be worth me driving to that location for whatever they're paying or if it's something really interesting I'll uh, I'll go anyway just or I'll submit myself anyway just in case I'm approaching my you know traditional retirement yeah. years I'm 61 now I'm going to hold off uh, I'm going to hold off as long as I can once I uh, get out of uh, IT work you know working full time I'll be open up to do more uh, music and acting stuff yeah do voiceovers too. Now, there's a, I've heard of a lot of lot of people that are doing acting that are getting into voiceover. I guess that's also very high demand. Is that am I hearing correct on yeah. that? Yes, uh, and it's uh, since I just built a studio in my shop area back behind my house, and so I can do all the voiceovers in there, recording in the in a sound room. That's uh, it's not real high tech, but. Uh, it's got everything I need to record voiceovers, or I'm going to start trying to record more music 
on my own instead of having to go to a uh, professional studio. The last official release that I had was in 2015 when I was still in Branson, and that was done at uh, Roller Music Pro there in Branson. Greg Roller was an amazing uh, engineer, got a great studio there. I want to give him a plug. And I, and I hired some of the best musicians from around that area to come and do it. I only did seven songs on the last CD, or last album. We don't use CDs much anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I started putting my albums on uh, flash drives because a lot of the new cars have USB mm-hmm. slots and no CD player. You know, and there's another new thing they're, they're calling Tap Tunes, where they have it on an NFC card now, so you still oh, get yeah. a piece of collectible merchandise, and then you can tap it to the cars now because they're, they're getting these docking stations on oh, them. Wow. So the, the new Cadillacs have it, and then they yeah. say that, like, you know, the new TVs and everything is going to be having this <clears> technology in the near future, so you just be able to tap it, and then it just automatically opens an app, basically, that has, you know, instant <clears> player, so you don't have to, you know, go download a bunch of stuff you just kind of tap and go yeah i've got a uh, i've got something called a uh, dot card which is a, a virtual business card i mean it's a it's a card it's a plastic card but you tap it to the back of a smartphone and it automatically opens up my uh, my dot profile which has all the links to my website and everything else yeah that's cool yeah, everybody likes that now. It's like punching in stuff, you know, typing in is just mm-hmm. so almost like a yeah. thing of the past. Yeah, I use a QR code too. Yeah, on my banner and on my card. But your newest release or album is uh, is um, available on all major streaming. Yes, well, it's called Momentum. Momentum. You have to do. You have to type in or search for Stephen Brown Momentum because there's other Stephen Brown's sure. artists out there, lots of them. Uh, it's a, a relatively common name, yeah. not quite as much as John Smith or <laughs> Jim Johnson or something like that. But uh, Stephen Brown, there's a lot of us out there, even in the acting world, too. When you go on IMDb and search for me, uh, I'm one of the many. That's all right. I mean, we're all one of the many somewhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> so so your music country? Is it country genre? or No, this last one is a little more jazz, pop. There's one that I was going for a blues feel, but it does sound a little southern rock-ish, you know, mm-hmm. slow southern rockish. All seven are originals except for the last one on there that I got permission from the uh, the writer and their production company to uh, to record it. It's called New Season. But anyway, the other six are all mm-hmm. ones that I've written. Right. And it, it kind of covers the gamut of... Uh, pop, jazz, rock, and a little touch of country, and then gospel. That'd be a good show. When I do do my uh, live shows around here at the uh, venues, I tend to, uh, I'll tell them that my set is usually classic hits from the 50s, 60s, 70s, and beyond a little bit. Anything from Frank Sinatra to Leonard Skinner, (laughs) which is a, a big... I'm a, I've got an eclectic yeah. uh, taste in music. Well, you know, and that that's what I always hear. I hear that kind of they say if there's a silver bullet for music, having a having a kind of a wide spectrum of sounds really is the silver bullet. I mean, even if you look at like oh, yeah. Kid Rock, for instance, I mean, he's he's way across the board on what he can do. Taylor Swift, oh, yeah. for instance, she has kind of 
span the genres of of music, you know. So I think that's something that uh, that's a good thing, really, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, the only drawback to that is someone walks in and I'm playing a song they don't like. <laughs> they might they might not wait for yeah. the next song, you know. Yeah, I sometimes tell them that if you don't like the song I'm singing, wait, and I might play something that you like. Uh, I, I set up my set list way in advance and I practice ahead of time. I, you know, I, I research. I've added some things, added many songs to it recently and uh to the to my set i've got 268 songs in my repertoire now but i've probably only memorized 20 or 30 of them what do you do with your tiktok now you doing some acting on there are you doing some songs what's what's happening i've thrown some videos on there i'm relatively new to tiktok i've been on facebook and and uh instagram and uh all the others uh, for a while but tiktok is relatively new to me um, not really sure. I'm just trying to keep up with the, the young people. Uh, so anytime I have a, a video they want to share, I'll upload it there um, just to kind of get uh, get some interest. And it seems to be getting some traction. Some of them have quite a few views. One of them has got 706 views already, yeah. which is a lot for me. Some people, that wouldn't be anything, but... I think that's the most viewed one yeah. I've got so far. Well, and you got those quickly too. That's where they were like, you know, it's new and it came quickly. Like uh, yeah. I, I think a lot of people. Um, this will be something you can reflect on a little bit. I think a lot of people talk about, you know, there really is a big difference between like people that are really getting views and then just like the the people that are really doing a lot of stuff, but they're not. They really aren't as on those on those social medias. They're not really showing the numbers. Don't really show them like they probably actually should be shown, you know. And so, uh-huh. uh, but then if, if you're just like a lot of people don't aren't paying attention, like you know, like obviously I'm, you know, making a podcast stuff, so I'm watching my numbers, and you're probably watching your numbers too. We we pay attention to stuff like that, but you know, your average person maybe doesn't. But like to get 700 views on like say YouTube, it might take uh-huh. somebody. You know, it might take them six months to do it. So if you can do that in like three or four oh, yeah. days, that's really yeah, quite impressive, actually. What is your yeah, favorite it's, social? It's, I'm learning and uh, getting used to it. Haven't probably scratched the surface on all the the tools available, but uh, somebody said that if you split it up into smaller segments, which is hard to do for a song, because you know, do a a verse and yeah. then do the next verse or whatever. I don't know uh, the chorus. But uh, the smaller videos get more more likes and views mm-hmm. because of our general attention span is, is shorter than it used to be. Yep, yep, that's for sure. People are scrolling, so they want to just watch a piece of it. Even if it's a longer video, they only watch just a few seconds sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. then but then they come and they watch a piece of your next one, too. You know, they'll watch, mm-hmm. if, they, if they like what you're doing, but they may not watch it all. But it doesn't mean just because they pull, you know, go ahead and move on, doesn't mean that they don't like what you were doing. It just means that they're just, right. they're just wanting to do something else. So I guess you should tell us how to listen to your music online. Give us your, your handles. Well, the best... Easiest way uh, to get to all of my social media is go to my website, and that's easy, stephenbrown.org. And the reason it's org is because stephenbrown.com was already taken. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I kind of say it's an 
ORG used to be just for uh, nonprofit organizations, and it sometimes seems like that's what my music and, mm-hmm. and entertainment career is a nonprofit. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have been making more down here in Florida than I did up in Missouri for uh, singing gigs, at least, music gigs. So, and I really would like to see you live. I've never seen you live, and you do shows where it's just you and your guitar. And uh-huh. and that's that's kind of an intimate experience. I I enjoy that as a as a listener because I you know just it really breaks it down to to the lyrics and the song, the melody itself. Um, how do you right. feel as a performer right. in that? It's uh it is an intimate experience, and uh, it's not as loud and in their face. Although some of the venues I go to, they're trying to carry on conversation and and watch. A football game or whatever is on the on the screen, which is for someone who's kind of ADD like me was kind of hard. I've gotten used to it and been able to just you know focus on the music, but they're they're still listening in the back of their mind because they'll come up to me afterwards and say they enjoyed it or whatever. And uh, and I do play. I do have usually take four different guitars with me for different sounds, and I change up my guitar playing style and I arrange my songs in an order so I don't have two in the same key right back to back so it kind of eliminates some of the monotony of the songs a mix of uh, up tempo and and mid tempo and low tempo songs it's almost like you got some directing skills in there too with all your acting you probably (laughs) have you ever did any directing work yes yes I've, I've, I've been a uh assistant director on a, on a TV episode that has never aired yet, but uh, I did direct a, uh, a theater-type uh, play back in, in Missouri, and uh, I have done some producing and, and uh, hosting, or had a show up in Missouri called The Creative People Show, and I would invite local creative people to come and, and kind of like your show, only they're in person, and it's video, and we would talk about their message or their story and, and what they want to talk about. And I want to, since I got my studio built, I want to uh, start that up again, make a new uh, new version of it. Actually, that might be something cool for TikTok, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even even yeah. now, I've been hearing that um, that they are like TikTok is specializes in the short form video, but that they that they're wanting to get into more longer form videos. So maybe oh, yeah. maybe yeah. you could be in on that cutting edge of the, having a longer video on TikTok and being mm-hmm. successful with that. The general ones I tended to uh, keep it around twenty five to thirty minutes, and if it was longer than that, I would split it up into two, you know, part one and part two. Uh, if I couldn't cut out, I didn't think I wanted to cut out a lot. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> but uh, if it was an interesting guest, I'm, I'm looking looking to get back into that. Yeah, that sounds really cool. So yeah, I could watch a, I could watch some Stephen Stephen Brown TV. Almost all my videos, music and acting, are on on YouTube. I'm gonna hit that up. I don't know that I've seen you on YouTube, but I rediscovered you again on TikTok. I'll put that. I'll put some links in the description of the show here. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. But you, is there anything okay. else you want to tell everybody? You know about what you got coming up or anything? I've just uh, been filling up the month of March 
don't have anything until March 3rd, but after that, I've been, uh, I've got like seven shows down here uh, locally, down here in the North Florida area. I don't have anything planned to come back up to Missouri anytime soon. I do still have family up there. I'd like to coordinate something like that on a trip up there to see family. Uh, even even if yeah, we had to like have you over just across the state line over in Fort Scott, you know, that might be cool. You're like, a musician as well, right? Yeah, yeah, I play and, yeah, and yeah. promote and stuff. And I, I do a, a host a monthly songwriter thing that, that the podcast oh, kind of nice. promotes. And uh, we're trying to get it bigger, you know, um, and maybe have like a feature performer. So maybe we could incorporate that. Yeah. But one of the suggestions yeah. from some of our regulars was that we should – you know, we should travel it more instead of just having it in one place in the day, you know, do it each time, yeah. do it somewhere yeah. else. And I thought, well, yeah, that's kind of cool because there's, uh-huh. I mean, Fort Scott's just 20 miles, so everybody could just go over there and it might change it up a little bit. We'd get different people yeah. and we'd have just a change of scene. That sounds like fun. I thought performing, like having a performer, a feature performer that could then come in and do more of a, you know, because you came all the way from Florida, you're not going to, you're going to want to play more than just three songs and everybody's going to want to hear more <laughs> than three songs. You know, so you could, yeah. you know, maybe we if we we did that, we'll get okay. we'll get something together, Stephen. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Something good will come of this. That's why I tell everybody. Alrighty, <laughs> nice. All right, folks. Uh, for Stephen Brown, thanks again for spending your lunchtime with us. Today's Lunch with Doug podcast is produced by the Music Exerbia Project and made possible by these great businesses. The second edition shop located at 500 East Cherry Street in fabulous Nevada, Missouri. Karen McNair, the friendly neighborhood nutritionist, at 269-267-4644. The Harry Frog Graphics at 150 North Commercial, or call them at 417-381-1077. The Boutique Marketplace, located at 500 East Cherry Street in Nevada, Missouri. The Nevada Coin, at 123 East Cherry Street in Nevada, Missouri. The Gamers Fusion, 617 East Cherry Street in Nevada, Missouri. The Craft Tea, find them on Food Truck Pub or on Facebook. The Impact Graphics, at 14144 East Highway 54 or call them at 417-283-2056. The Nevada Tobacco and Liquor Store at 125 West Cherry Street on the south side of the Nevada Square. And coming soon, the Red Cherry Alley at 125 West Cherry Street in fantastic Nevada, Missouri.